Roll dice, be nice, and stay tuned. This is the Live to Die podcast. One of the things I like about making characters so much, Jane, and this may be what you don't like, <laughs> is the like wide range of choices that you get, right? And it can I be overwhelming. <laughs> it can be overwhelming, especially when you learn to play the game. But I like to pick different skills. I think that's like my yeah. thing is like having skills. Yep. Like leveling them up, having as many as you can. In real life, if you could take one of these skills that is in this game and use it, what would you pick? Oh, I, I'm oh, really man. glad you picked that and not what skill do you have? Because I'm like, look, I'm probably trained in like yeah. lore writing. So like not even a skill that's broadly applicable, specifically a lore skill and then something just nichely professional and that's it. Almost everyone has a, a lore skill, I would imagine, though. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think I would pick <laughs> like now when you say like, do I just do I just become good at that thing? You instantly become, let's say you become a master in that skill overnight. i want to know what like your skill is do you like if you had to pick one that you thought you were like trained in in real life yeah i'm 100 trained in lore writing i'm not an expert not legendary but i am trained in lore writing i'd say diplomacy reporting that's fair yeah wow well, diplomacy deception for deception. yourself yes mm. in Ooh. real life like that's how no i'll never <laughs> like, trust you yeah never trust just, Jason. just to be able like the i think it, like my skills in the real world are um my ability to talk to people mm -hmm. so i would say that would probably be diplomacy deception yeah i think that's right what one do you want though what one do i want religion back in the day athletics <laughs> i guess i would have had that uh thievery thievery yep that's the one you want. <laughs> you just told us that you're really good at lying and you wish you were a better thief. Honestly, I'm probably stealth, so I can just get around without being bothered. I feel like we shouldn't yeah. have you in our home. Like sneak through the checkout aisle and like pay for my groceries without sure. the cash register telling me their story. Like I hate that shit. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And I would like to stealth through life without people... I appreciate that it wasn't to steal groceries. It was just so that you could have fewer social <laughs> I can have fewer social interactions. I think that's why the self-checkout is so attractive. Yeah. It's just like, can you just not talk to me while mm -hmm. I, I'll, yeah. I'll even oh, do it myself. The other know? day I when, waited in like a 25 minute long line to use the self-checkout yeah. and just avoided making eye contact with any of the human checkers because I was like, I just, I can't today. But when that, I need help light blinks, you're like, fuck. Yeah, yeah, right. It's totally defeated the purpose. Now I have to talk to that high schooler that doesn't member. like his job. Yeah. I'm going to roll mine back because I feel like lore is, like you said, I feel like everyone's probably mm -hmm. trained in a lore. I think I'm probably trained in society. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what I was thinking for sure. you, actually. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I feel like you, looking at the skill, I can know random things about people mm -hmm. and about different random, and like not enough in one area. Also, but, I feel like PR, which you work in during the day, literally is yeah. being trained in society. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like you learn how to interact with people, you know? Uh, yeah. I do sort of feel like PR work is probably society checks. Yeah. Let people know about the meeting this weekend. Make a society check. Do you see? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I'm probably trained in like society is probably a good one or like, 
deception. Uh, <laughs> what is with this You're group of liars? I'd say politics, Laura. You're pretty good at politics, Laura. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but we, but we, everyone gets a lore. Everyone, everyone gets a lore. Yeah, yeah. But I guess I, that's then. Now we'll go back around. What are you writing, Laura? Is that what you said? I, I think, unfortunately, it's probably... Film lore? I'll go with film lore. That's good. Is that yeah. a Galarian yes. skill? It's certainly a skill. <laughs> Definitely a skill. But I would want to be trained in crafting, like just doing stuff with your hands that, all day long. That's a good cool, point. You know? Yeah. I, I was going to say that that isn't probably what I'm the most trained in as a skill. But I will say that, that like, when I have a, a free weekend, I will bust out a model kit or paint something. or I love assembling things. Whenever we buy new furniture, like Jane just leaves the house and I, I build it while she's gone. It's true. It, it's the best. Yeah. I love assembling stuff. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, yeah, next time I level up, I'm going to, I'm going to train up in crafting, I think. Nice. Yeah. What's your lore skill, Jared? Oh man, lore. I don't Broncos know. I'm not lore. as learned. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Denver sports lore. General, general sports knowledge lore, I mean, which yeah. is useless. But it's kind of like performance, though. You're trained in performance kind of, lore. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, I think if I was trained in something, if I'm thinking about my work, it's probably diplomacy. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see that because I've even seen you like disarms the wrong word, but like I've, I've seen you just like diffuse diffuse even like slightly awkward social situations with like grace and comfort really quickly. I um, I have a really especially difficult caseload at work because they give me especially difficult people. Mm. Um, and I've been told that. So that makes me think that probably diplomacy is in my plus, bag. Plus you're a parent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So diplomacy yeah, is like diplomat. a must. But don't you always get defeated by your children in diplomacy? You, you operate oh, no. at like a negative 15. At all times. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I will say we, we haven't talked a lot about what skills you'd want. I think Trent and I both acknowledge that we'd, we'd train up in crafting in real life just because mm-hmm. it'd be cool mm-hmm. to make I feel shit. like that's the one I have in real life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. You're very crafty. I think yeah, I'm, and like I used to have a job where I like worked physically all day and, you know, helping restore historic buildings. And we would like paint walls and like build staircases and do all these things to like match the historical integrity of the house. And I really miss that. Like now that I have a job where I just sit in front of a computer all the time, I'm like, I miss doing active work all day. That was, mm. that was way better. I um, would, I would want, I mean, crafting is always one. I think that is like nice, but I would want survival. Yes. Yeah. I was going to say or, that. <laughs> or can I just take perception? <laughs> we do this thing where Jackie, my wife always sees nature out of the windows and she'll be like oh look there's a whatever a pronghorn and i'll look and i'll be like i don't see anything yeah (laughs) Yeah. i do it we do it all the time she's like is that a hawk and i'm like i don't know what you're talking about that is a tree (laughs) and i always think that if i was in like a survival situation i'd be the one that steps on the rattlesnake and just dies (laughs) because i didn't even see it so probably survival or or just perception nobody said a cult which is shocking but (laughs) Yeah, I was thinking that I would like survival skills as well. Val and Jane are untrained in survival. (laughs) And and I I just think that like I'm not very good at reading maps, stuff like Mm. that, that I associate. Maybe that's more of like a nature thing. I don't know. That's why you're so mad at the cartographer. (laughs) I don't even know what you do. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how to read this. (laughs) This is bullshit on the wall. I do think survival is is probably a really solid one. And it's definitely one that, that's really like contextually appropriate because right now Jason Fox is trying to survive <laughs> and not pass out from yeah, the fortitude true. save. So let's let's go just jump 
right back in. Because I think right where we finished, Drosharis, unconscious, on the ground, swords on the floor. Fox, chain around his neck, being choked unconscious by this burly, masked Grey Gardener. So we'll I think see it's about time that. for a fortitude. Regardless, you already went and took some damage. But let's see if you stay conscious or they just leave you unconscious on the ground. All right, here it is. Big money. What's it going to be? Can't read that. <laughs> it adds an attention. God dang it. This is not going to go well. Uh, it's all good. Shoot, where Lights is it? Man. 35. That's what I got. It's not good. We're both going to be on the ground. Should I come. patch it? I could patch it. It's up to you right now. You, can you gotta decide. You can First take one fight of mine. into the dungeon crawl. You can take one of mine. I have a, Where were you a at? surplus. Okay. I rolled four once today. I mean, if you think it's important enough to patch. Do it. Oh, we right. can't both be wow. Trent's passing the patch over. Thank you. Thank you, Trent. A patch on behalf. A patch in need. Oh, that's way better. Okay, what do we got? That's uh, 46. Okay, so not patch. only are you still conscious, but you are now immune to the effects of this for a minute. Hey. Nice. Which, you know, as any Pathfinder player knows, is basically the length of the combat. It is a combat. Yeah. yeah. All right, so you're still standing. Watson, it's your turn. You actually do have a clear line in front of you now, because Drosharis is unconscious oh, laying on the ground. A clear line. I wonder what I can do with that. Well... If it punches through someone, it w- will hit, you know. Uh, I think what he will do no. is guidance Drosharis, first of all. Okay. And then how unconscious about Drosharis. some, yes. Now remember, you can spend an action to wake someone up who's unconscious. Uh, yeah, I'd have to move over there as well, or could I just use the action to like yell at him with that? Um, If you yell at him, it'll be a perception check for Jason to wake up. That's what I'm going to say. I'll just give him guidance. Okay. And then uh, how about some electric arc? So DC 40 for both of those guys as well. Uh, reflex. Okay. Uh, is electric arc a, a save, not a to hit roll? It is. It's a reflex. All right. So <laughs> we're going to start with the first one, the one that's just turned around and tried to choke out Fox. You said DC 40? Correct. Oh, I rolled stupidly good. And so I saved, but not critically. You said it was reflex, correct? It is. Can you tell that my brain's everywhere? So, yeah, that's going to come out to be 43. So a success, but not a crit. And it's it's hitting both of them. Yep. So okay. the second one, the one that you've already been hitting a lot. Okay. Fails, but not critical. It's like if this one, if his, if his total life experience with Watson is back-to-back critical <laughs> reflex fails. So the full damage is 35. Okay. It's solid. Um, yeah. I like it. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. And so then half of 35 in this case is going to be, what, 17 points of damage? Yep. Look at me doing math on the fly. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're looking pretty beat up. Uh, Fox, it's your turn now. You are grabbed, uh, but that's it. You're, you're conscious. Look at All you. All right. Um... Fox is going to, let's just attack for now. It's a classic for a reason. Mm-hmm. Just going to mm-hmm. attack for now. I'm not going to get too crazy with Arcane Strike yet. Okay. Could happen though. You got cantrips. Oh, that's really high. That's <laughs> probably a crit. I was thinking about it, but I instead attacked for, God, I got to find my stuff. <laughs> we all leveled up. We're relearning our mm-hmm. numbers. That would be a 48 
Because you're not flanking, that's just a hit. Oof. Uh, okay. Oh, darn. Just a hit. Oh, no. <laughs> so then that is... I will say, I used to describe these in the last episode as like, the one that's more wounded, the one that's less wounded, but at this point, they're both just really beat up. <laughs> oh, wait. Hold on. I was oh. looking at my punch to hit. Oh. So it's a, it's a 51. Yeah, that's a crit. Oh, hell nice. yeah. Okay, good. I was like, that doesn't seem right. Because I rolled a 19, and I was like, that's got to be a crit. Oh, yeah. Uh, 60 total damage. Damn. Nice. Whoa. Just skewer him in the gut. Uh, Solid. Holy shit. Second attack. Okay. Uh, That's not going to hit. That's a 34. That is a miss. And then... Can I aid as a single action? Yeah, so you ready an action as two actions, but the the general interpretation seems to be that you can aid as an action to assist someone else on their turn, which will eat your reaction, of course. That's fine. But can I do an aid on uh, Val's next attack? Sure. Nice. That'll be a little interesting as the way it plays out, because if it's Val's strategic strike, you'll roll it, see the result. And then if you decide to make the attack at that point, okay. <laughs> how are you aiding it? Uh, I figured I use deception, like some sort of feint. Oh, perfect. Yeah, love I it. love it. Also, I will attack regardless, because even if the strategic strike isn't good, I'll just attack the other one, because it only applies to one target. Okay. So that works. All right. It's Drosharis' turn. He's unconscious. Nice cool. turn. Uh, Val, your turn. Good job, buddy. Okay, so Thanks, Val seeing Fox guidance. kind of like fake out the uh, blue hooded guy the, to the, the one, north. Yeah. yeah. So basically, for, for our listeners, you're bursting into this room. You've got one cultist that's flanked by the unconscious Rosharis and Fox, and then another cultist off to the side that's been the target of Val's interest investigation if you yes. will yes so that that one was the one that was her lead so she's yep. going to devise the stratagem for free yep um it's a 13 so she'll take it great and she's going to reload the gun okay uh stratagem is there and she's going to shoot for using that 13 and okay. that's so gonna be... stop at this point because this is where uh the you're aid gonna have the aid come into play which is a plus one well, it'll depend on the roll here. So go ahead and roll for the aid. Uh, 25. 25. So this is a plus one. Plus correct. one. Okay, yep. that's a 45 to hit. A 45 to hit is just a hit. Yay. Okay. I shouldn't say just a hit. A 45 to hit is a hit. That's but it just is a, hit. a strategic <laughs> strike, which is cool. Gives yeah. us a little bit more damage to work with. Ooh, bad roll, though. So it's only 33 points of damage. <laughs> only 33. <laughs> only 33. Pretty good damage. Yeah. Oh, uh... I'm looking at my notes. Your gun wasn't loaded. She I just said, said I reloaded mm-hmm. it with I, my first action. Looking at my notes, I, I wasn't paying attention. And I'm sorry. <laughs> How dare you? Um, yeah, so she does that, and then the dagger returns to her, so even though she threw it last time, she's going to just chuck the dagger at this guy, too. All right. Same person is following up. Yep. Awesome. It, when I can finally read this yeah. tiny... Trent gave us all very tiny D20, and they're <laughs> really great, but... Hard to read. Uh, <laughs> Especially on a six or a nine, you're like, yeah. I, yeah. Which you're one like is what that? is, yeah, so that was a six, and that's going to be a 34 to hit. That's a miss. That's a miss. Okay, so the dagger goes wide, but comes back. Cool, and that's your turn. Good stuff. 
All right, it is the one that you just hit's turn. It is, this is why it still has a chain around Drosharis' neck. It's going to try to also get, I think, a chain. I think they're really going to try to bring Fox down. Because you're right in the middle. Actually, I've got reach. You know what? Let's, uh... (laughs) This really is going to end with both of them unconscious and just Watson and Val. I think it's about to end with you unconscious. (laughs) I'm immune to unconscious now. Oh, nice. So that's a good thing. Well, from the one, I think. Actually, yeah. Oh, that's right. But maybe not from the other. I'm not seeing it as having reach. So it's going to take a step maneuver, sort of in front of Watson, next to Val, keeping a chain on Drosharis' neck. Hello. And going to try to whip a chain uh, around your neck, Val. So throws this shot out at you, and that's going to be... Man, I really am bad at math. 47 to hit. Uh, Yeah, that's a hit. Okay. So, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, I forgot a couple of things, but I'm just going to backtrack. So, Fox, you were bleeding. Oh, on yeah, yeah. On your turn, you took 2d8 points of bleed. That's 11 points of damage. Roll a you. flat check to see if you're still bleeding. Drosharis, you are bleeding. On mm-hmm. your turn, you took 11 points of damage. Roll a flat check to see if you stop bleeding. Still bleeding. All right, Jane, you, as this chain hits, are going to take uh, 30 points of damage. Okay. And you will start bleeding. Roll well, 20 on my bleed check. So you are no longer bleeding. You just take that damage and you are good. At a 20, doesn't your blood go back inside you? Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a flubber thing. The comes alive. <laughs> and then your blood starts beating the villain. Yeah, yeah. And then you win. I'll take that. I feel like you could probably have a pretty cool little familiar, like a little blood homunculus familiar. I've cool. never thought about that before, but Ever I Ever since I found out you can buy guard dogs in Pathfinder, I kind of want to do that. They're like, at this level, it would be very mechanically effective, but it's still a dog. I like it. Yeah. Uh, As so, someone who is a dog, it's not that great. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We could just have Drosharis yeah. turn into a dog. I might, given this battle, it might be better if I'm a dog. <laughs> just run around. Yeah. So uh, third action, it grabs you for free. That's the end of its turn. Um... Now it's the one that has Fox grabbed. Fortunately, I can't knock you unconscious, but I can still try to, you know, mess you up a little bit. So I'm going to attack you and with the other end of the chain. It's going to keep you grabbed just because it's fun that way. That's going to be a 42 to hit. Oh, no, sorry, 45 to hit. Yeah, that hits. I probably would have missed if it was a 42, if I remember correctly. And then it's going to do... I literally just had all the dice set out for this attack. I was like, I don't know, let me put all these dice back. I don't know why I have them out. Okay, that's going to be 29 points of damage. Okay. No, I did that wrong. So that's going to be 23 points of damage. Yeah. Really cheated you out of some stuff there. 23 points of damage. Uh, It has you grabbed. It's going to go ahead and try to attack you a second time. Natural 20. Ah, great. Great. Come on. Which is going to be a card. Well, I should check. Will a 50 hit? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Well, I just wanted to make sure it wasn't not a crit. That's not not a crit. crit. It's not a crit. It's a natural 20. Yeah, Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, but that would not have been a crit. But still, I get to draw the critical hit deck. This is a piercing weapon. And let's see here. Uh, lodged in the bone, crit effect. The target takes 1d6 persistent bleed, which is, you can only take bleed of one type, so it doesn't do anything additional. So we'll How much was that one? Damage. Sorry. Oh, uh, did you do the damage yet? No, I haven't. I was just looking at the crit card okay. to see if it tripled it or anything fun like that. Okay, well, this is far less fun. This going to be 42 points of damage on that crit. Okay. 
And for its final action, it is going to greater constrict. It won't knock you unconscious, but it will do some damage and I won't have to roll to hit in order for that to happen. So that's going to be 21 points of damage. Okay. And that's its whole turn. Watson, it's your turn. What are you gonna do? <sighs> okay. It's a lot going on here. I know. Uh I think what he will do, let me make sure what I'm looking at does what I think it does. Uh, on deck is Fox, who is conscious. Okay. Which I'm stating both for clarity, and I'm, I'm hoping to, that I can engage Jason in a light a light joke. But yeah. he's unconscious. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, what's, I, was, I was totally thinking about something else and then you said Jason and I was like oh he's talking about me <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're method acting your unconscious character yeah. um, I fell asleep <laughs> how about another DC 40 reflex save okay uh, for chain lightning oh fuck. may as well keep doing it right mm-hmm. I love that you're like you're slowly winding it up you're like look electric Joel that was fine what if what if it was more electric right <laughs> All right, so same DC. So we're going to start with the one that's grappling over there with Fox. Oh, that's a real, real good roll. Uh, but that's still a failure at a 39. And then we're going to go with the one that's uh, messing with Val. Natural one. Nice. Yes. Oh, double damage on a very high level. This could um, be our new damage. single damage. Mm-hmm. Critical. Oh, um, it's a one. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> oh, this is awkward. All right. So good. This is 8d12. Oh, God. Full damage nice. is 58. <gasps> so 116 for the critical fail. I think he's dead. Does uh, it electrocute me second. if its chain is... That's true. Am I like... He actually is wearing rubber gloves. It's, he's weirdly <laughs> grounded. <laughs> uh, I prepared for this. <laughs> it's the one thing I was ready for. Uh, so how much was the, the doubled? Uh, 116. Wow, that's a freaking lot. Yep. He doesn't explode? Uh, no, they're both still alive. Wow. <sighs> they are looking very, very bad. And, uh... <sighs> <laughs> I will move... If I move uh, to the northwest one, am I within five feet of Drosharis? Yeah, you, you, the you, other, you the can The other move, direction? You can move adjacent oh, right. to Drosharis. Oh, yeah, I guess I can move back there. Which way? Yeah. Just to where I'm adjacent to you. So yeah, you'll kind of move th- forward through the melee to get over next to Drosharis. Yep. All right. Uh, it's now Fox's turn. All right, let's attack. Attack uh, the same guy I've been attacking. I do feel bad because Jason, like, you're a fighter. You've leveled up. You're, you're rip-roaring to get into this combat. I even have a feat that I took to get up off of the ground. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. But I'm did. just like... <laughs> 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 oh, he was sleeping like a baby. He had a really Somebody was talking yesterday. in his sleep all night in Draconic. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a natural 20. Oh! I think that's good. Critical hit. I'm going to guess that guy is dead. I just got kicked out of here alive again. So <laughs> oh, one no. I'll never know the damage ever. Uh, I believe by that rule, it's 200 damage. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, I think that uh, means automatic death yeah. for the bad guy. Jared just crit so hard, it like retroactively blew him off the internet. You fell off the internet. A crit so big, we paused to do some math. Uh, 74 damage. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah, he's dead. Just, yes. Yeah. Tell, nice. tell me how. Tell me how he dies. 
Uh, I think that it is. I think it's. It's like still grappling you around the neck with a chain while you're fighting. Yeah, I think he. I have to. Uh, Fox has to like choke up on the pole arm, mm-hmm. but he brings the the spearhead up into like under the sternum oh. and just shoves him up and up and up until he. Amazing. I just got heart. Stops moving. You just like <laughs> you look in, look him in the eyes. Yeah. It's just like. Whoa. <laughs> and remember, we talked about how like when these things die, the skin sort of is like there's too much body inside the skin, and once it finally burns, oh, yeah. just, oh that's what one of these are. Thumbs out. Oh yeah. These uh, are the squishy skin. Ugh, yeah. Gross. So mm. The sausage what? monsters. Didn't you bite it last time? <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, I so did. What, delicious. Two actions left, Jared. Yeah, one more attack. And you're attacking uh, the only one who's left because you have reach. Yep. And you're in range. Mm-hmm. Oh, can I reach it from there, or do I have to uh, move? I think you have to take a five foot step. Okay, so then I'll step and attack. You'll step and reach. If you're uh, if you're a fencer, you're redoubling. Is exactly. The term. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Thirty five to hit. Ah, uh, it's gonna be a miss. But it's I think it's probably only a miss because you have an entire another body already on your weapon yeah, trying you to, to aim it. Yeah. that off first. It's it's you know it's heavy. Uh, <laughs> Troshars, it's your turn. Oh, Fox, end of your turn. <laughs> uh, Fox, end of your turn. Nine points of bleed. Uh, roll to see if you stop bleeding. Drosharsh, at least you're not bleeding anymore. That's true. Yeah, small favors. Uh, Val, it's Did your you turn. Did you take healing? Did you get healed? No. Oh, okay. Sorry. Mm. And he doesn't need to be healed. Literally, oh, you know, you, ro- you rolled your flat action. check. Yeah. Someone just needs to spend one action to wake Drosharsh up. Or just yeah. kill these guys. Or, or you, yeah. Yeah, at this you, point, I think Val can just crit and finish it, right? I yeah, asked, yeah, probably. probably. Easy. I because if you receive healing, you become on, you're not unconscious. Anymore. Yeah. 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 I guess I didn't know that, but that makes sense. I just looked it up, yeah. Yeah, you said that. I was like, I think that's maybe? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just can't be healed unless, like, basically I can't be healed under. Yeah, yeah. You, you can be mechanically healed. I can right. battle medicine. Battle heal. medicine, but yeah. I can't be magic healed. Right, yeah. right. Actually, uh. There's a over there. Arata from oh. Paizo clarifies a rule that was implied in the Book of the Dead, which is that the occult healing spell Soothe is healing by way of mental capacity, not positive energy, so the Soothe spell would oh. heal you. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. For the next yeah. negative-based uh, character that you make, uh, mm-hmm. we can make sure to have an occult mm-hmm. uh, Soothe spell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So I just thought I don't imagine I'll make too many more of these. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Val. Okay, so Val, this guy luckily is still the lead, mm-hmm. and so she rolls the stratagem for free. It's in eighteen on the die, oh, so she fuck. will take it. That guy's dead. I mm. hope so. What's the total to hit? Um, the total to hit. Good question. <laughs> it's forty-nine. <laughs> Wonderful question. Forty-nine. Is it a crit? Well, I'm checking your line of sight. You are point blank next to this person. <laughs> yes. But that does not impart a bonus to AC, so that is exactly a crit. Amazing. Oh. Critical hit. Okay. Take that, all you haters. That's <laughs> two crits in a row. You play, the, play the thing anyway. <laughs> no. no, no. Just because she said it. Because we hope it's good. <laughs> but it's probably not going to be good. But it was. <laughs> so just, just for fun. How many freaking dice are you rolling at yeah, this point? Yeah, right. Uh, bazillion. Strike, Oops, I hit the wrong one. Bazillion's fine. I don't need to count. It's just it's a lot, this right? This guy's brains are all over the wall. A whole lot. See, can you do the damage? Yes, it's 75 points of damage. Oh, yeah, he's dead. Yeah. Cool. 
So it's like, it's like a, it's like a blossoming of a rose in slow motion as the bullet just goes through the head and the skin ruptures. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. with her final action, she's going to go, Drosharis, wake up and whack him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I was moving over to do that. Hey buddy. (laughs) You okay? Honestly. Yeah. That's. I felt really great. Quick round of of I was bleeding healing. when I fell asleep. Quick round no, of healing for everyone really quick and and assurance so we're good and all right. I'll probably need to heal myself too. So Okay. I took quite a bit of damage. How much do you get for assurance? Or how much do you get for that? It, it's an auto 30, so let me check this real quick. While you're doing that, other people, what are you doing in the room? I don't want you to pause if other people can vent. Yeah, I want to look talk. around and see like what's in here. What were these guys doing? So this looks to be some sort of armory. You can see that on the northern wall, there's sort of rows of weapon racks and armor, like armor racks, essentially. Uh, and you notice all sorts of stuff on there. Um, like okay. It could take you a minute to look through everything if you wanted to. Well, can I just use that's odd, which allows me to notice one non-obvious thing out of the ordinary in a new location? Yeah, I mean, that's. I'll say that uh, I'll let you to that's odd pick out that... Um, do you want some specifics or like a some sort of to- like totaling of stuff? That's all I can tell you. You get one or the other. Specifics or totaling? A specific weird thing. Uh, you pick out that there's probably like three or four pieces uh, on the wall that are better than the others. Okay, cool. Also, these guys we were fighting were not human. They, they were human-ish. So now that you have time, uh, I'm going to say that you can kind of piece it back together. You know that these are things called... They're the, the tag or the category of Mordic. They're humanoids that have close ties to undeath. They have negative healing. They usually have dark vision. usually have some vulnerabilities. And while they are not undead, it's like if they, they can hold their breath and stop their heart from beating and become undead in those moments. Oh, oh weird. So Ew. like an emo teenager? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I become undead. I'm not dead. But I'm so close to the undead. <laughs> I think, I think at this point, looking a little bit more, what you can kind of piece together is these things have an ability. You know what? Because I will say with that roll, you do finally get some more insight. These creatures have an ability called nourishing, nourishing feast. And if they spend an hour eating one bulk, which is about 10 pounds of raw meat, they'll reverse their bodies, like putrescence, like decay for about an hour. And so, so. they'll appear to be a pale bloated human as opposed to like a really Michelin man-sized person. So That's disgusting. Do they eat us if we die? They're Texans. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> For all of you Texans listening, only Trent feels that way. <laughs> yeah. the all they us. have to do is eat 10 pounds of meat and they're bloated. 10 pounds of meat, I'm stronger. <laughs> uh, oh, God. So they're, they're humanoid. They're not undead, but they have like some weird connection to being partially undead. So mm. it's kind of whatever weird undead scenario is going on here. Yeah, it's it's odd, but that's that's what you got. Yeah. Okay. I think Val, especially since she's kind of becoming closer to Phrasma now, is like super disgusted. She hates these guys. Okay. And uh, I want to go check out whatever weapons are the better weapons hanging on the wall. Trent, how much were you able to heal for the group? 51 all the way around. Is that everyone topped off? Yep. No, I, I healed myself also for 48 and I'm still down, but okay, I can do another one, honestly. So that, 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 at this point, you're about 20 minutes of for healing. You. Do you have to um, wait a certain amount of time? 10 minutes. Yeah. Okay. He gets his back really so quickly. So twice, yeah. So Watson's going to keep doing that. That'll give you, Jane, plenty, Val, plenty of time to kind of look through the weapons. Drosharis, are you doing anything? 
um, in this room. Josharis kips up and he's like, do you guys see that? <laughs> it's fucking sweet, right? <laughs> oh, and Val's really like, cool. I've been doing that for weeks. Is that right? <laughs> I can't hear you. I'm looking at this door and goes over to <laughs> check this door for traps. I okay. did that approximately 450 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> <laughs> that seems unfair. I literally can't get to that point. Uh, I'm not sure you want to. <laughs> Uh, so listening through that, Drosharis, you don't find you don't find any evidence of traps. You don't hear anything on the side of the door. So Jane Val has like half an hour uh, to go through these pieces. And what I'll say is, you find um, two weapons and a suit of armor that seem to be better. Everything here is magical, but what I'll say is the majority of the equipment here is like plus ones, maybe a plus two or two. Um, not great. So plus one, maybe a, a striking rune here or there. So like for mm-hmm. your for your party, not very powerful. You think you think there's probably all together, all these other things might be worth about two thousand gold. You know, to sort of sell in bulk. Swords are us. That's solid. Would there be any reason for us to expect things like this to be happening in this monastery, or does it seem like oh shit, they're preparing for something? Uh, this many weapons, I mean, at this point, you've already, just in the, the week or so you've been here, killed how many Grey Gardeners? Yeah, yeah. so this looks like a standard armory. Yeah, you, you feel like it seems pretty appropriate. If anything, you'd guess that this is like an armory to gear people up on backups, probably not even like, arm mm. every person here. This is sort yeah. of just like, hey, we have those in the armory. So the high, higher level evocation mm-hmm. magic that I detected, was that in this room or in the... In a, uh, that's in this room. S- oh, and... Where would that be emanating from? One of these three, uh, one of these three better pieces of gear over here. I'll yeah, admit so I forgot that that shit was over there. So <laughs> as a as a fighter, I would definitely go look at yeah, Val would be weapons like, and armor. There seem to be some weapons over here that are above the others. Yes. Watson, do you want to take a look? That what? one there in that five foot cube seems to be particularly acute. So like I said, I think it's pretty cute too. <laughs> it does go with your outfit. Great. You find it's a you find this leather armor. It's one of the really enchanted things. Uh, a sword of some kind and a pole arm of some kind. Oh. Oh. Talk to me about that sword. So who who wants to make some checks for me to uh. determine what these things do? What kind of what checks kind of would check? it take for that for those weapons? Uh, so for any Try. magic, my understanding and um, those of you who understand differently, let me know. My understanding is that unless the item defines a school of magic, any of the schools of magic's associated skills, so nature, religion, arcana, or occult can use to like recall knowledge and identifying the properties, especially when you have someone with you who can detect magic and help with that sort of, but at least for me, I kind of like the idea that if you understand the skill that is like the academic application of that school of magic, you can probably work and figure that out. Now, what about warfare lore? Would that help at all? Uh, Warfare lore would help you because I think you could look at this and be like, Hey, the way these are stored and maintained, these three are better condition or properties, but not what they would necessarily do. Uh, so a trans, uh, oh, how the tables Watson have is, turned. Watson is like, you know, this architecture work is quite impressive. <laughs> I got a 41 in a cult. Uh, so and also, I'm looking at the sword specifically. So 41 is enough on the sword. This is a, a bastard sword, but it's a kind of unique bastard sword. It's. Are you familiar with what an executioner's sword is? Let's say I'm not and just tell me. Well... <laughs> So what I'll say is I went ahead and downloaded a picture off the internet of uh, an executioner sword. So let's let's have the party describe this sword. Oh, it's so scary. Oh, that's cool. Oh my gosh. 
is it's out of the blade. It's out of the sheath. Or it's out of the sheath. Yeah, that's that's. So the it's like a sword that I don't know about a third of the way down the blade from the. the we're talking like Aragorn level hilt. Yeah, yeah on yeah. the sword, big old. I just, it just uh, gets black. Interestingly, and it, then has it has no, these little dots at the end. It, it has no looks, tip. Like, yeah, it has no pointed. It's like tip. blunted. Oh, right. I just took a picture of every single one of your faces looking at this thing because <laughs> you guys all have such like man like whoa. Just the tip. Just like, looks weird. <laughs> so what I'll say is Trent hit the nail on the head. It's the, fine. It's fine. The executioner's <laughs> sword tip look is weird. a large sword. Um, there's a few different variations on it, but the most distinctive feature is it doesn't have the traditional sword point because it's designed to lop someone's head off. You're swinging, you're not poking. Exactly. Now, what I'll say is for mechanical reasons, this one still has a little bit of a blade up top. So if, because I think our sword's versatile, our bastard sword's can, versatile, piercing yeah. or slashing. Mm-hmm. So, this, so in this case, this one actually is only slashing. Only slashing. Um, there's actually a really famous executioner sword in a book called um, Shadow of the Torturer. It's in the Book of the New Sun series. Mm. It's a... In fantasy, the name of the sword is Terminus Est, meaning like this is the end. And in the Black Company, one of the lieutenants in the Black Company wields uh, an executioner's sword. So this is a really, it's, this, this one's pretty heavy, flat-topped, flat-bladed sword. What I'll say is, you look into this and you find, um, you see, and it's, it's sort of in like different arcane script and language. It's in an older an older version of um, Talden, Taldori, basically. And it it reads uh, Witch's Fate. Alright. Spooky. I think we should leave that one here. So this is a, this is a magical <laughs> weapon. Charis puts it in his... Oh, not. Would you, would you like to know what this is? Yeah. This is a greater flame tongue. A slightly oh. unique version that is Whoa. an executioner sword instead of a long sword. Do you know That's what a cool. flame tongue is? Yeah. Because I haven't. I, I, I don't know what a flame tongue is. It makes you speak I'm so excited. <laughs> this is a plus three greater striking flaming bastard oh sword. Oh my god. Wow. That'll go well with my plus three greater striking fearsome wounding bastard sword. That it gets better. It has to be a very oh. high level item. This is a level 17 item. Wunderbar. So. This has two additional abilities. Well, it has three additional abilities. When this is wielded, um, it produces a 10-foot radius of illumination. You know? Cool. Real cool. high-level get stuff. Super cool. cool. <laughs> you can... There is no limit on the amount of times you can do this per day. As two actions, a command and an interact action, cast the Produce Flame cantrip as a ninth-level spell. Cool. Nice. Using your melee Whoa. attack bonus Whoa. as the to hit roll. That's awesome. A ninth That's level great. spell. Yeah, you know what? I went ahead and, and looked up Produce Flame. At ninth level, that is going to be 94 persistent, uh, nine, sorry, 94 damage, 30 feet range. And on a critical success, the target will take double damage and 94 persistent damage. Holy cool. crap. Wow. That's awesome. And unlike the normal version of uh, Produce Flame in which the caster will have to use like their ranged spell attack bonus. Drosharis, you are striking it from the sword. You get to use your melee attack bonus to hit with that up to 30 feet. Two actions to cast the spell. Well, that is sexy. So cool, right? Yeah, that's great. But wait, there's more. Oh, shit. This is the greater flame tongue. Mm -hmm. Once per day, as a single action, you can command the blade 
a 10 foot emanation of fire radiates from the flame tongue for one minute. <laughs> all weapon and all unarmed attacks by you and any ally in the 10 foot emanation gain the effects of the flaming property rune. Whoa. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. So everyone within 10 feet of you gets to add on top of whatever other things their weapon does, the flaming rune. This is the coolest weapon I've ever found. That's yeah, very no cool. Kidding. It, it is, is really named cool. Witch's Fate. Witch's Fate. Knight's Wrath and Witch's Fate. There are two other weapons here, though. Not to be outdone. I think uh, we can leave them behind. Well, I just did. <laughs> I just rolled a natural 20 on occultism, so 47 total. I want to look at the armor. I like this new Jane. Yeah, right? <laughs> Thank you. All new needed... level, new me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a suit of, uh, of leather armor. It's plus three armor. Oof. It's greater resilient armor. Amazing. It has the greater invisibility rune, the greater shadow rune. Ooh. And as a special touch, additionally, the greater shadow rune conceals the wearer's face at all times, in addition to the normal effects of that rune. Creepy. Oh. As long as you are wearing this armor, your face is hidden in darkness beneath a hood. And I will take that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Does anybody else want that? Uh, nope. I might take it. It's better than what I have. Yeah, take it. Feel selfish if I were to say, I want it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want it? You just got a really badass sword. <laughs> yeah. Wait, 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 is Watson not taking that sword? <laughs> That was yours. Oh, maybe I'll take the halberd. (laughs) (laughs) Watson would just have to drag that sword. He couldn't even carry it. (laughs) I kind of like that idea of like (laughs) this. You know what? Those, I'm going to say, you you said that was a natural 20, Jane? Yeah. So I'm going to roll that over. Uh, The halberd does not have any property runes. Okay. It just has fundamental runes. Um, It's a plus three halberd. Great. It's uh, also a major striking halberd, mm. okay. which is three additional weapon damage dice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what you're currently rocking on yours. Yeah, I I'm think guessing I have greater made. striking because yeah, major striking is ridiculous. Yeah, that's yeah. got to be a lot three of gold additional. For major. Yeah, so it'd be four total. Yes. So yeah, I have damn three. So what I'll say is, um, you can get runes transferred in town. It takes right. about a day, but if you go back, you go back into town, you can transfer runes over. Okay. In the meantime, it's just a big-ass halberd and a wild executioner's sword and a crazy suit of armor, which also itself, uh, I believe, bears a name. You see sort of carved into it, this is called Gloomkeeper's Leather. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Hmm. Creepy. Are these... Are these... Actually, name that we can go find and search, or nope. have you named them yourself? Uh, some of these are none of these are searchable. Some of them I name myself. Some okay. are named in the adventure. Okay, so I'll just have to get the stats to build it out in yeah, the we'll lab later. Build yeah. this out kind of custom. Well, to be honest, this kind of makes up for when I got this really cool headband. It <laughs> <laughs> tells you if something's <laughs> oh, a good yeah. idea. Yeah, forgot about the headband. And what does it say about this whole situation? Oh, you don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever use that? I I used it just before midnight last night and it told me shit was going sour. <laughs> so it was dead on. <laughs> At least we know it works. All right. So there's only one door in this room. It goes to the east and Drosharis in that half an hour listened and didn't hear anything and no traps. So there's definitely no traps and the next room's totally safe. Cool. Yeah. Totally safe. Totally safe. 
Drosharis no will stealthily open that door. All right. Is there anyone else going to be over there near Drosharis, or are we just going to let him do it on his own? I, I think we let him do it on his own. I think I'm, <laughs> for ne- from now on, always within 10 feet of Drosharis, <laughs> just in case he wants to use the, his special sword stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that will be right up behind Drosharis, too. I was reading through that, and I was like, oh, cool. What's going on? The normal, only thing Fox over. and Val need is, is more dice on their attack rolls. Right. So good. <laughs> All right. So you're over there, Drosharis, you open the door. Opens, like like I said, so quietly. And once again, you're seeing the same, like, weird flickering shadows from the, the torches in this room. It's a much, much larger room. It's, oh man, uh, it's 120 feet across and easily, uh, like... 80 feet, like 80, 80 feet wide, 120 down. So kind of like, like a, a hall of some almost, sort? Almost. And sure enough, at the other end is a single door, but along each side, the left and the right, or the north and the south in this case, are four doors to the north, four doors to the south. Uh, can, can I detect magic through here? Sure. Um, and you're, you're doing that constantly, I know that, so I'll kind of let yeah. you know when some stuff pings. Okay. Um, 30 feet, you're not picking up anything initially. You're, you are getting some low levels of magic that you think might be I'm going to go ahead and hand wave some stuff with you based on some basic things. You think there is some magic present in the construction of this building, both for oh. its stability and potentially other effects. You haven't been able to find runes that you could look at, nor have you had the time to sort of experiment on it. But you think there is some magic used in the foundations of this building, in this part of the building, in its construction material. So I believe the rules for detect magic say you can rule out magical or as you're aware of. So you can rule that out now as you're doing it. But you do know that there is some just magic in the building itself. There's built-in interference. <laughs> this this giant room, though, from almost 80 feet down it, like for, for 80 feet down the center, is this big, sinuous shape that's carved into the floor. It's, it's old enough now, you can't quite tell if it's like a serpent or a worm. Um, Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah, serpent or worm does not sound promising based yeah, on what we're dealing with here. <laughs> And I'll say that those those four doors on the north and the four doors on the south, all metal doors, and they each bear like flat panels, like nameplate panels. Uh, they look like they would be, like they're positioned as such. You're far enough away that you can't see what they'd say on them. Um, you, well, because now they're just sort of like rusted and they're kind of moved. You can see where they've been sort of taken off. Uh, you do see that some of the doors to the north are open a little bit and you can kind of just barely see through because once again, pretty well lit from all these uh, all these torches here. But to the north, you can kind of just barely make out like metal sarcophagi. Is it sarcophaguses? Sarcophagi? Sarcophagi. Yep. Yep. Metal sarcophagi in the rooms to the north that have doors that are open. Um, and then finally, on the very, very far wall to the east, in sort of the northeast corner, you'll notice that a part of it's sort of bricked over uh, and mortared up, and there's some sort of writing scrawled on it. You can kind uh, of see in the map right We're about to fight a mummy. This is the one where I did not <laughs> want to be. It definitely does not say, like, definitely open up this wall. Well, you hey, look, it's fine. I bet it says, fresh wine here. Death is only the beginning. <laughs> Do you want to walk close enough to read what uh, it says? The Mummy franchise is my not. favorite movie. <laughs> It's a bisexual awakening, uh, that movie. Real, real quick, <laughs> right. as we stand here in this doorway and we see all this, uh, Watson would be like, this is, something's going to happen. And uh, he wants to spend a minute uh, casting Vital Beacon on himself. 
Okay. What's the dur- How long does that last for? It is until your next daily preparations. Oh, nice. Someone's um, just like, everyone hold on for a second. I need mm-hmm. to be a beacon of vitality. Yeah, well, while Watson is... While Watson is doing that, then Val will also take that same minute to pursue a new lead. What are you designating as your lead now? Um, She's going to designate whatever monster is behind the bricked up part of the wall as okay. her lead. <laughs> so so you are presuming that there is a thing there and you're going to designate it as a lead. Uh, I'm saying that, like, look, that's yeah, a gamble, or, but I'll allow the gamble. Yeah. Um, For reasons, yeah. For reasons. Well, cause, look, <laughs> for if it's reasons. not, then you spent that and it's 10 minutes again until you can do that again. Right. So, do any of you go into this room? What are you gonna? Who's gonna look at or do what? Once Ooh. he's done God. in one minute, I'll walk him. All right, Drusharis, you stride into the room. Yeah, you can clearly see where these metal doors to the north and south used to contain nameplates that have been pulled off, pried off. To the north, you can just make out some of these sarcophagi through the door. I would also like to sense the unseen. Okay, what does that do? Oh, automatically sense any undetected creatures in the area. Showing some dice back here. You don't sense anything. Uh, you, you don't sense anything like in this room that's unseen. All right. Okay. Can I do something else too? Yeah, of course. I figure this is a good time to use this. Um, Watson kind of turns to everybody and he's like, please don't pay attention to what I'm about to do. <laughs> and he kind of closes his eyes for a minute. Sure. And spends a minute casting a spell. Ooh. And he's going to... Really, without your guys' knowledge, he's going to send an invisible floating eye <gasps> over to each of the texts to try and read what they say. He can move it. The first location is within 500 feet. He can move it up to 30 feet uh, every time, every round he's sustaining it. So you go from door to door. You look in close. Name plants have all been pried off. Looks like they're very. These are all really, really old. The prying isn't recent, but not even half as old as the building itself. In the few that are open, you can find these, what were probably, at one point, sort of nice burial chambers with sarcophagi. And you can see where they've been empty for years, but for many, many years before they were emptied, other stuff used to be in them in addition to sarcophagi. Can I say one cool real-world thing that this kind of makes me think of? Yeah, of course. So, you know, a few years ago, uh, Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris burned. Yeah. And when they were rebuilding it, they discovered that, like, in one of the towers of Notre Dame, there were two sarcophagi buried within within the cathedral that they didn't know oh, were there. Wow. That's yeah. crazy. It's like crazy? metal sarcophagi, too. Yeah. And they still aren't quite sure what's inside. They just, they just figured out, like, some archaeologists, like, I was just reading the other day, figured out that one of them was, like, a noble and mm. one was a priest. But they were like, he's kind of like, like it would have been something that a ton of people were and they don't really know like why these two were put where they were. Hmm. Huh. Definitely the premise of the next Mummy movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. 100%. So Jane, are you taking long enough to reconstruct the scene or are you just kind of, are you in the room even? Because right now um, only Watson's magical eye and Drosharis are in this room. Yeah, well I'm going to come in and can I, how long are we going to be here? Because it'll take me a minute to pursue the new lead. Um, and then if I have another minute, I will survey a small location to gain an indistinct impression of events occurring there in the last day for reconstruct uh, the scene. Day. Yeah. Um, no one, you, you already took the minute to set your next lead. So that's done. Okay. Um, so I'll, yeah, I'll just come in and I'll, I'll just kind of look around. So you're gathering what you piece together from the last day. There's some activity in here, people coming and going, you're not piecing much more together. Watson, has your eye gone over to the weird mortared up area yet? Yeah. And so what you find there, uh, written 
is like hundreds of carefully stacked bricks separated by thin sheets of mortar, sort of making it what should be the wall. And you see written on the brick wall in chalk, in common, is bound in spirit. Do not remove until torment is complete. <laughs> and beneath wow. those words, uh, in, in, in both chalk and powdered silver and dried blood, so I shouldn't say both, is a, is a complicated symbol beneath those words. I love how, like... <laughs> yeah, the symbol's very complicated. Can we attempt a recall knowledge check about that symbol? Yeah, like an occult or something. That warning <laughs> sounds so business-like. Like, I would have thought that it was, like, something a little bit more cryptic and riddly, but it's just like, <laughs> do not touch until expired. Jim's mm-hmm. <laughs> dinner, do not eat. <laughs> yeah, no. Or, as uh, to quote a favorite show of mine, dead dove, do not eat. I'm not sure what I expected to find. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, someone wants to give me this will be a this will be a secret check, but we could do an occultism check. Yeah, I'll do that. What's your bonus to occultism, Jason? It is. I I, get, at this point, I should get that written down on my GM screen sticky note. At this point, I should have it memorized. Watson's like very slowly describing the the symbol. Well, Roshar just walks over there and looks yeah, at it. Right. <laughs> Twenty six. All right. So you're you're not quite able to figure out what it means. Um, anyone else is welcome to look at it too. You don't I'll take it. Val, Val can take oh, yeah. a look What's at it. Bonus? I think it means open this. 27. Yeah. Okay. Val, you can identify this. This is an occult glyph designed to keep uh, like ethereal creatures oh. bound in place. Mm. I think we should leave. Yeah, let's not open Maybe that. Maybe even incorporeal creatures? You're not sure. I don't know. That sounds like a lot of XP. <laughs> <laughs> Val what will if, relate this to everyone. What if the creature behind this wall is not evil? Right. What if he's a friend? What if they're trapped him in there to torture him? They were like, don't let him out until, you know, we eradicate good. Yeah. Or I guess, I mean... Until torment is complete. Seems like a poor choice, but... Uh, I think this means we have to torment Drosharis. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. So when do we start? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's behind this wall. It could very well kill everybody and everything. Do I get the impression that uh, we could put this rune back together if we mess with it? Uh, I mean, you, you think you might be able to replicate it? You don't know if it would have the same power or what would happen if you disturb it. Yeah. I'm. Can you consult spirits in here and find out what the shit is back here? I can only talk to them about matters concerning their own nature. Would you be able to talk to the creature about... Dear spirit, were you murdered by this scary ethereal monster? Dear spirit, are you bad? (laughs) Are you bad? (laughs) 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 You said he was ethereal. Can't be bad to the bone. My guess. Uh, <laughs> That's a good joke. <laughs> I think that deserves a patch. Yeah, I was considering it. <laughs> Damn it, James! Oh. <laughs> Give me a patch. You noted that there is uh, silver dust on here as well. Silver chalk and blood as a part of the symbol. Do, <laughs> do, uh, do any of us have silver weapons of any sort? I do not. Josharis walks back into the armory. <laughs> Silver, silver, perhaps silver, shit, silver. Any, uh, There's no silver in here. Do we have any ghost touch or any, oh, yes, yes. anything similar? Yes. I think we should prepare those and we should break down this wall and fight this evil. Uh, and it turns out if it does negative damage, 
I'm immune to that. Right. I think that we should probably kill everything that's in this crypt, so I'm game. So, real quick. I like your style. There, There's one door to the east. Just on the east wall, slightly north of that door, is this weird mortar and the, the message. On the north wall, there's four doors, two of which are open and have sarcophagus in them. On the south wall, there's four doors, none of which are open. Um, and right now, you are all working at this mortared wall that says, Dead Dove, do not eat. <laughs> Should we check these doors sort mm -hmm. of one by one this before is, no, 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 we do that? This or? is not me trying to incentivize you. i just making sure I'm painting a clear mm -hmm. picture of the choices in front of you. There's right. just a lot of doors to run out of when this proves to be a terrible mistake. Well, <laughs> there's also the opportunity for uh, ads to help fight the main boss through this <laughs> mortar to wall. Yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> I love the idea that like at some point Watson just got really into World of Warcraft. <laughs> Haven't you guys played Doom? <laughs> um Alright, here's the plan. I'm going to turn into a tree and, and you guys fight one of his bodies. Great plan. Perfect. Um, uh I mean, uh, I'm not sure how- Val starts fucking with the rune. I don't know how I feel about <laughs> grave robbing, but- Here we fucking go again. I'm gonna stand way back here. We're gonna the back stand of the in room. this room over here. I think we're all on the same page, right? And starts- So, okay, so just for clarity, Val, standing next to the wall, Drosharis, solid 30 feet away. Mm -hmm. Everyone else 80 feet away in the previous armory yeah, room. I want to be in a southwest corner. <laughs> uh, okay. I'll stand Watson next is to going Watson. to stay in the room, just catty corner, opposite side of the room from, from Val. Yes. <laughs> All right, Val, would, would you be willing to elaborate on fucking with this room? <laughs> well, she figured out what it is, right, To that it's binding something. It, can I roll that over to say that, you know, she's figuring out how to unbind it? I mean, you, you feel like with, with most runes, just disrupt the rune. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think that Val was kind of sold by Drostaris's argument that potentially if it's being trapped by the Grey Gardeners and possibly tormented by them, it might be something that could ultimately help us or at least, you know, help mess up this worm. Maybe it is the worm. I don't know. I think it's a great moment of wishful thinking. Yeah. So so inside his head, Drostaris is like... I also just freaking love the mummy movies and I want to have a mummy fight, so... So, so give me the cinematic TV show. Describe for me, like what Val's doing, what it looks okay, like. Okay, Watson is muttering about turning into a tree. On the other side, and, I yeah, could turn and into a tree. She's... There's the dragon. I could always do. <laughs> <laughs> Val's like, <sighs> and she just goes over and she kind of looks back at everyone and she looks at the rune and she just kind of because you said it's like powdery, like silver uh, powder. It's it's the, the rune seems to be have put on the wall as a combination of chalk, silver powder or silver dust and blood. So like almost mixing together pigments. I'm Jeez. guessing vampire. Mm. Joshara shakes that greater flaming sword. He's like, how does this work? <laughs> and so she's just going to kind of like wipe her hand uh. through the rune. And as it disrupts, <laughs> um, you watch the mortar on the wall start to bubble. Uh. <laughs> she's going to run back away from the wall while that's happening. <laughs> All right, go ahead, go ahead and, and move your move your miniature back. She's going like, to push through the yep. rune and then run behind Drosharis. And you watch it bubble. <laughs> the fuck? Until eventually you see it just pop, almost like a soap bubble, as the wall just what? almost sort of like pops and moves in a liquid explosion outwards. 
can as I, you start to hear oh before you start <laughs> yeah we know um, this is going to be terrible right? if i we did, something, really we did something awful if i see an what I would perceive to be some sort of undead creature to okay. burst through that wall, yeah. I want to cast Field of Life right at its fucking feet. Okay, so now you can only ready one action. That's it. That's one action, I, right? It's a two-action two cast. So I'll tell you what. You can't ready two actions. Okay. If you get a really good initiative, you know, you can do that first. Okay. Or I will let you, as a gamble, just cast that there right now. Yeah. I'll do that. I like What's that. What's the range? Smart. Uh, smart. <laughs> Wicked smart. Wicked smart. It is uh, 30 feet in a 20-foot burst. So I can okay. get within 30 feet. That's so fine. So go ahead and move yourself up. To oh. So you start running forward. As Val's wait, running wait, away. don't. Oh, fuck. <laughs> You're running up like the dwarven bomb squad. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is a terrible idea. And uh, here's what we're going to do then, Trent. So basically, you are going to be starting combat. By by rolling a by casting a spell, so you you cast through nature. I would like you to roll initiative with um with nature. Okay. Hmm. And so you run up. You're gonna start rolling initiative. A second. You start laying this spell down as the walls bubbling out. It pops right as your spell manifests. You're committed. You are pot committed to this spell. James looks too happy. I feel oh, like we made a mistake. <laughs> I love the throat singing in these some of these songs. Honestly, uh, like, cannot speak highly enough about Sirenscape. Yeah. Like, I don't have the plug in the end, but, like, we've used, all use Sirenscape in our home games for, like, how long? I think you used Jason. You were using it even before I, I used Sirenscape, you. like, as soon as I found out about him, yeah. like, seven years ago. All right. So what... Val touches it. Wall starts bubbling. She's running away. Watson starts running over... Looks like Fox right Fox behind Watson. Up, yep. Like, I guess I'd best be over here. Watson's like, no! Starts casting the spell right as the wall explodes like a popping soap bubble out into the room. And you start to hear a just, like, bone-shattering scream. <sighs> Almost as if it's the scream itself that ripped the wall out towards you. Two spectral figures become <laughs> visible from behind the wall. They One, an really elegant friendly. elven woman in fine robes. The other, an elf dressed in sensible traveling clothes. Both of them with jaws distended almost to their chest and screams raging out through the room at you. Tune in next time mm. to hear that scream, uh -oh. to hear our plans on the ship, <laughs> and to hear the next chapter of our adventure. Mm. Oh, no. oh no. The Live to Die Podcast is a production of Live to Die Gaming. Follow us on social media at Live to Die Pod. Leave a review and tune in next week for more. If you like the amazing background audio and music, all that credit goes to Sirenscape. Make sure you check them out at sirenscape.com.